celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world, world, world famous Russian dog wizard. Dog father, Joey Villani. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. All here at your beck and call. And I see Joey Villani. I turned on the TV this morning. There, there was your face. <laughs> It's good to wake up to, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't look the same now. That was, uh, what, 70 pounds heavier? Yeah, close. Yeah, close to it. 70 pounds heavier. Wow. And um, You know, it's funny because they told me that um, the television um, people told me that you got to lose weight. If you want to stay on television, you got to lose weight. So, well, you've done that. You know, that, that was one of the reasons. And I just want to let everyone know, you know, you guys are all invited tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. to my house. Miles' 11th birthday party. Wow. Even though it was a few weeks ago, but my wife promised him a birthday party. We're doing a Wizard of Oz theme um, tomorrow for Miles' birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! We'll be there. Well, you want to go to that you, bloody? Your wife is adorable, isn't she? Her. Yeah, Ooh. she's uh, such as taking care of you, and she's. Uh, oh my gosh! I think she would have a problems if she had a dog. That's for sure, because the dog would uh, take her kindness for weakness. They I do hope already. You're not taking she has four of them. Oh yeah, and how they are? Are they listening to her? No, they listen to nobody. <laughs> they don't listen to her. <laughs> Or me because she doesn't help me out at all. I mean, they run they run rogue in my house. They're they're, they're like misbehaved children because she lets them get away with everything, absolutely mm, everything. That's why they threw me out of the bed. I got my own bedroom. The four dogs. <laughs> and the funny part about this is, if I go into my my um, well, I call it my wife's bedroom now. They they'll, <laughs> at night they'll bark and 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 and, oh. and 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 want me out of the room. It's like I got to get out. So. Ooh. Yeah, because they think your wife is in their possession. Uh, she is the uh, source of uh, their resources, and she is uh, their bond, which needs to be guarded. And I see a lot of cases when the husband's approaching to the wife's bed, and the dog not just growling, but also biting them. So I Ooh. hope you're not going to get into this thing, but uh, it's a possibility. I need you here for about a week, you know. Yeah, I know. Th- that's I why we never see your pets around, because, you know, I, I, I didn't even know how many pets you had, because they're not behaving. That's well, the problem. Let's go over tomorrow. We'll go over to the house tomorrow for the big old birthday. <laughs> okay, i got to get them vodka, right. because I know Joe, you know, we need to <laughs> we talk to him about the training first, you know, around the table. There you go. Let's see. Uh, oh, big show today. We have this Josh Duhamel. 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 I have no idea how to pronounce his name. This is actually the first guy. I feel so out of it. I'm so unhip. He was, uh, well, he is married to Fergie. You know, big girls don't cry. Right. Big boys do. And <laughs> he's an actor. He was in Las Vegas, which was canceled. And then, Joey, didn't you say he was in something else? He was in a few. Th- I think he's um, he's in a soap opera. I know he um, was in on yeah. All My Children. And yes, then, correct. And then he was in that movie Win a Date with was it Ted Hamilton? Hmm. You said something about how he was accidentally discovered. Yes, he was in college in North Dakota, and he wanted to go into the dentistry profession, but he <laughs> was short on his credits, and uh, I don't know how he transitioned over to construction, but there was actually a talent agent there, a scout out that you know worked with models, saw him and asked him if he wanted to be a model, and he actually won as a top model over Ashton Kutcher. 
Oh, wow. Over Ashton Kutcher. Oh, wow. Over wow. Ashton Kutcher, yes. And then he got into, you know, kind of transition from modeling to acting, and now he's he did a lot of TV, and now he's trying to get into more film. Why is he going to be on Animal Radio? What's he talking about? Do you know? Yeah, he's working with PetSmart Charities and talking about adopting your animals. He's a big animal lover, has animals all his life, and he really believes in adopting animals. And I think all of our celebrities have been big animal lovers. Well, except for, uh, was it Smokey Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> You didn't have any animals. <laughs> I don't know. He was accidentally booked on Animal Radio for some reason. But Josh will be joining us in just a few minutes. By the way, Amy Lou Harris next week and Nancy Cartwright the following week. And they're both you big guys are good. Yeah, well, you, you guys know what? Are good. This is all Judy, and you know what? She's booked the season of Stars this year. It's gone on for months, and it seems like it's never ending. The never but ending season of Stars. We should just call it the Year of Stars now. It used to only last like what four months tops. Not even that yeah. long. Mm. Well, I guess us celebs all want to talk about their pets. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Spot in the world, famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joey Turner all here. At your beck and call, toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to connect, just to say hi or whatever. We want to hear from you. And uh, tomorrow, Miles celebrating his birthday. He's going to be 11. 11. 11 so. years old. Actually, it's it's Miles and Buster because oh. Buster, um, well, the reason why is we don't know when Buster's birthday is, so we celebrate, celebrate them with at the Miles. same time. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Buster feels like he's gypped because he has to celebrate it with Miles. But, uh, they don't like yeah, sharing. No, exactly. As long, listen, as long as they get a piece of cake, and um, I know Vlad is cringing because I said my dog's going to, but you know what? It's his birthday, so they get a piece of buttercream, um, you know, um, Wizard of Oz cake. Today we dedicated the show to these. Uh, dogs who are celebrating their birthday. Uh, let's see. We have uh, today Josh Duhamel, married to Fergie uh, from the Black Eyed Peas, originally now on her own. You know, she does the song Big Girls Don't Cry. She'll be on. Excuse me, not she. Will Josh will be on. <laughs> Wishful thinking, Hal. Stacy, what are you working on? Oh, boy. I don't know if I could do this with one of my animals, but uh, there's an artist that has entered an art show, and they've actually turned their cat into a working radio-controlled Helicopter uh-huh. as part of a uh, art exhibit. It's a dead cat, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> just to make it more bizarre. I'll tell you about it coming up on wow. Animal Radio News. Did you see this online? It's gone viral. Oh, pictures yes. of it. it's that's, all over. that's strange. I think it's pretty cool. What is, it, a, what is it, a stuffed cat? It's a stuffed cat. They put four propellers on each paw, <laughs> and it's like a helicopter. A taxidermied I, I, cat. Yeah. It's actually know, a, a real cat that passed away. If, if, if the cat just r- run in this uh, room right now, and Amika would see that cat, I don't, <laughs> but I don't know about the helicopter, but that cat is going to run from this room with the speed of a Russian satellite-guided missile, like a rocket, <laughs> through the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you know what? You just said something. I would love to take that cat and fly him about four feet off the ground through the dog park and see what happens. <laughs> well, now, there's a, there's a video online. They actually have a YouTube video of the cat in the air. Uh, but they're might, not teasing dogs, though. They're not teasing dogs. Yeah. I hope when I die, they stuff me and make me into a helicopter or, better yet, a hot air balloon. Hey, your wish that is my be. command. I'll make sure it happens. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's Hot air. That should be easy to yeah, do. Yes, that was the whole thing there. I'm glad you got that. <laughs> I will <laughs> help you, Judy. I'm bad. one 405 We're going to the phone. Miss Virginia Jones. Hi, yes. Miss Jones. How are you doing? 
I'm not doing too well. Oh. I have the moon right now, but other than that. Well, I have the doctor here. What's going on? <laughs> I know. I, the doctor Hi. just left. But I have a Persian, a white Persian cat. Okay. And, and uh, her, his eyes water all the time. And he's about 10 years old now. And I can't get the sting out of his eye. You know, I don't know what to use. And, and have his eyes always been this way where they water a lot? Yeah. They say okay. Persians do, so... Yeah, they certainly do. And some breeds, like the Persians and the Himalayans, they have those nice, squishy faces that we love them for. Um, but it also contributes to some problems with the tear uh, drainage. And they're very prone to uh, just a spillover of their tears on their face. Now, there can be other problems, too. So if I have a kitty with this, I do want to make sure I do a good exam on their eyes. And we check for problems where the eyelashes might be poking in towards the eye. Um, some kitties will have um, bacterial or uh, viral infections, and that can cause a chronic uh, eye discharge and even red eyes, uh, respiratory signs as well. So that's another thing to kind of look at. Um, For some kitties, um, this type of problem, all we need to do is recognize we are always going to have watery eyes, and we're going to need to clean that daily. Um, So there are wipes that we can use to just kind of clean the skin around the eyes, Uh um, not in the eye itself, and Uh just to keep that discharge down, because if we don't, then it can build up and we can get this horrible facial infection that, that Persians are really prone to. I know, I know. He's, uh, I don't know. I'm old. Yeah. Well, you know, I, the first thing, like I said, I would, I'd get a good look at this and, and make sure a veterinarian examines your kitty because, uh, you know, the, the reality is that with cats that have conjunctivitis, kind of the red eyelids and they have discharge from their eyes, we know that about 80 to 90% of those kitties actually have a virus and that is causing those symptoms. So this is something where, you know, I may say just clean the eyes, but, you know, let's make sure your baby doesn't have something like that and get those checked out because some cats with viral infections will put on lysine supplements. We may put them on a topical antiviral drop. Um, so there are some remedies that we can use and we can look at for certain populations of kitties. And I don't know if, if your kitty is that one or not. Um, now, does he does he have any kind of other, like, sneezing problems, any congestion? No, yeah. The only thing is, the other thing is just his fur gets so knotted up because it's overnight, really, you know, sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, it's just that one, well, it's it's draining from both eyes, but mm-hmm. one eye seems to be a little, infl- you know, inflamed inside. Okay, yeah, then that's definitely something we can work with. And, uh-huh. and uh, you know, whether it's an antiviral drop or even an antibiotic ointment, there's one called t- tiramycin that we use a lot for kitties with conjunctivitis. That can be something to try. And then actually some cats will try to um, flush their nasolacrimal ducts. These are the ducts that drain the tears from the eyes into the sinuses. And um, sometimes those need a little bit of a kind of a, I call it a rotor rootering, but it's really not. It's basically where we go in with a little catheter when we flush out um, the little mucus and the things that block up this drainage. And that can what help a lot. Would you use solution? Yeah, generally just a saline solution. Sometimes saline, we'll add sorry, in that's what I other mean. saline solution. How about the baby yeah. wipes? You know, baby wipes, we're going to have to be careful with anything around the eye. So um, baby wipes are great for babies, <laughs> but they're not necessarily the best thing for dogs and cats. For for myself, for pets that have uh, skin fold problems where they get infections around the eyes, the nose, or even the ears, I like the um, wipes that are treated with um, acetic acid or malacetic acid. Um, they basically help to decrease yeast 
and bacterial buildup in those areas. And, and that's going to be the better thing to use than baby wipes. But you know what? Hey, a nice warm washcloth will go a long way in just taking the debris and working that away from the eye. It's all about the buildup. So if we stop that from crusting and building up on the skin and the eyelid surfaces, you know, we can help quite a bit. So um, that might even be just a starting point for your baby. And you know what? I love white Persians, but boy, aren't they a lot of work with all that hair. Oh, I only went in, excuse me, I, I, I had the mosey so I'm kind of, but uh, I got him when he was two months old, and he's about 10 now, and uh, he was, I got him from one of those puppy mills or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. and I yeah. took him in and had him, you know, examined, and, you know, I did everything I was supposed to, but that was about 10 years ago, and now I'm coming down with this thing, this Oh goodness! Well, uh, well, my 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 little uh, pets and scratches go out to your kitty there, Virginia. And uh, thank you for calling. And I, I hope that's of some help. But yeah, let's let's see about maybe getting um, a veterinarian just to make sure if we got some infection we got to deal with in your baby. Thanks for your call. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Me and Mrs. Jones. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Ready to solve those wacky litter box problems? Switch on over to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back, and you can find it in a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animalradio, where you'll find a free rebate coupon for your first bag. And in fact, let's go ahead and give out nine bags right now. 17-pound bags, either the multiple cat formula, the scented or unscented, one 405 8405 to pick up on that right now. And again, that is a litter that we use here at the studios, and everything that we talk about, we use and believe it. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. You love your pets, but should anything ever happen to your furry friend, could you really afford it? With pet insurance from ProtectYourBubble.com, you can get up to 90% reimbursement for covered charges. Use any licensed vet and cancel at any time. Let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses. Visit ProtectYourBubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387. That's 855-792-7387. Underwritten by United States. Fire Insurance Company. Coverage may vary by state. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Do you love cleaning the litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole curl corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animalradio. It's Animal Radio. Just got a tweet at Animal Radio for Vlade. 
Larry wants to know why his dog is always smelling other dogs' butts. He doesn't want he doesn't want his dog smelling other dogs' butts, especially when he's giving him kisses. It is googling. The it is. dogs smells another butts. It's like a, for humans, uh, Google uh, some information for themselves. That's what the dogs do. Uh, as we humans extend our hands, dogs extend their noses. And uh, the first who goes in the butt, first nose, that one is the boss. That one is the alpha dog. Oh, so I didn't know that. The, yeah, in the human, the same thing. Whoever extends the hand, more confident person, that's one of the boss. So if one dog sniffs another dog's butt first, that means that dog is the boss. And if another dog decides that she or he is the boss, that dog will turn around and try to not sniff that dog butt, oh, but snap his nose. Wow. I like how I said. Sometimes That's, I say smart things. You always say smart things. <laughs> Why the butt, though? I mean, humans, we kiss and we, you know, it's all about the face. And it would be really think, weird if we did the butt thing. Yeah, I think Dr. Davey would definitely give us better un- understanding on that. Because now we're going to talk about very specific English terms about those aroma. When the well, dogs the, are perceived. The aroma, that's a big thing. I mean, we're talking about fecal material, what's, what the pet's eaten, where they've been, but there's also those very delightful potent glands down there, which, you know, we as humans don't really know what those anal glands are all about, but, uh, they are a scent gland. And, uh, you know, as my nose would tell you, there's a lot of different smells of anal glands out there. Um, and I don't, rec- I don't recognize no individual dogs, but certainly they have different chemical abilities to pick up different aromas wow. and scent textures within whether it be a butt or a foot or anywhere else on the other animal's body so it's just a way of tracking and marking a scent to an individual that was a very good question and just in addition to that to expand it out let's talk dr david a little bit uh from behavioral point of view why it's so important for us spayed and neutering pets um i know from the health perspective we may be a little bit disagree with you especially in the females because if you would try to convince me that spaying females will not bring any problems with urine incontinence in the future i would be a little bit argue with you on that but i would be uh, yeah yeah support. i'll argue with you on that one buddy <laughs> i know i know go for so, but, but let's talk about what we would agree wait, on. Wait a minute. We're going to yeah. have to go back to this urine thing because I've had a lot of people say, I don't want to spay my dog because you're going to, it's not going to be able to hold its urine at night and it's going to become incontinent. Well, you know, there are certainly some concerns with early spay, prepubertal spaying in causing or being linked towards that. But you know what? I found that dogs that when they are properly spayed through the normal channels, they do very wonderfully. And, um, you know, as a practitioner, I've learned some things over the years. So I know some, styles and techniques that I've changed through the years and I think most practitioners have that as well so I do not ever tell people a way to avoid urine problems is to avoid spaying well no doesn't spaying also kind of reduce some cancers in in females when we talk about females if we spay them before they ever go into heat we can negate breast cancer down to about zero with each heat cycle up to about two years of age that rate goes up substantially so when you talk about you know maybe a dog leaking urine at some point in their life down the road versus a fatal malignant cancer, ah, 
I think most people will see the sense in uh, spaying and, and the great benefits that that has for their dog. One of the one of the beautiful things to listen to Vladi because uh, you cannot convince Vladi and tell him because everyone, <laughs> the beautiful everyone things says, about Vladi. Oh my god! No, you should, yeah, you, he can't tell me. Just shut up and just tell what the doctor Davis said is the right because that's what our general line. And you're not going to do it to me because I still have my own strong opinion. That's why when I say people listen, look, I'm not going to touch this subject right now because we're not going to find any common sense. Let's talk about what we find common sense about about cutting those testicles because I believe this is needs to be done as the standard routine procedure <laughs> even before they lifted their legs. And it was a funny case yesterday in the pet store. Huge guy with a big dog. Pulling all over, barking on everyone. Oh my gosh. And uh, I looked from the back. I was working with one of my clients which dogs was basically were better trained than most kids in this country. So I look at that dog's back and there's a huge testicles. You know how huge hell? Like bigger than your fist. Wow. You know? I have big yeah. fist too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was this bam, 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 different directions. And I, of course I made the comment. <laughs> that, hey, look, you know, you got to take care of that. That's the reason why. You know, the guy started to talk to me about many things. And after the, he, and it was this funniest part was, funniest part was, as he opened his mouth and he said to me one simple thing. I don't believe that any surgical procedure can affect behavior. As he opened the mouth and she said the word behavior, it's just like a screen TV. The dog lifted his leg and urinated on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It was hilarious. So, yeah, I see it again and again. People, if you have a males, I don't care what the breeders told you. I don't care what they show or not show. Just think, if you're a male and you're not experiencing sex, how you would feel about this, okay? It's going to prevent from health perspective. Here's I would believe it's preventing prostate problems and all the things, but from behavioral point of view, it's 300% necessity to cut those testicles off. Okay, you heard it there from Vlade. 1-866-405-8405. Stacey, what are you working on? Well, I don't know if it was the construction zone cones or the sound of trucks going by, but something got these cows in the mood. Or <laughs> <laughs> were they in the mood? They were so in the mood, they were stuck together and uh, caused a huge traffic jam. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Wow, I can't wait for that. And this portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Kitty Agogo, bringing you six attractive litter box options in colorful designs from leopard prints to polka dots, especially suited for smaller homes or apartments where traditional litter boxes are an eyesore. Kitty Agogo will add stylish decor elements for you and your cat. They're available at kittyagogo.com. That's kittyagogo.com. Now, Vladi, he's pretty much versed with all dogs, but Dr. Debbie, working in Las Vegas, deals with all kinds of animals. And this week, it's been a guinea pig fest over there at the office. <laughs> yeah, we, we, well, we always seem to see a lot of guinea pigs, but maybe it's because I love them, and they're just such cool pets. Um, but yeah, I had a, a patient this week that we kind of called the rolling guinea pig. Why? And Well, she had a, a tilt of her head and kind of lost her balance to the side and kind of would just decide to roll in that direction and you know she had a horrible fever a temperature of 105 which would be fatal for people wow um but for a guinea pig who might be up to 103 normally um it was still a pretty good temperature 
Um, but we actually, we diagnosed her with an ear infection, got her on medication and antibiotics and, and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, it can be a really tough thing for guinea pigs. And a lot of times we see these symptoms in guinea pigs, rabbits even, and other rodents. So it's very, quite common. What does it mean, though? I don't understand when, when they do the, the head tilt. Well, the infection is actually in the inner or the middle part of the ear. So kind of like if you've ever had, uh, say, a respiratory infection and you lose your balance and you have vertigo, it's the same kind of symptom for them. So the fever is certainly from the infection, but the disorientation and the rolling is kind of feeling like, you know, the guinea pig's on a tilt-a-whirl, basically, and didn't know up from down and right from left. Um, so And that's just a function of that being with in the inner ear. By the way, about inner ear, that's what I had uh, recently, sound trauma. What do we do for the dogs for these things, if any way to increase the healing? Sound trauma? Like you went to a loud concert? Yeah, something was a little bit explosion. Well, that would be my first thing is prevention. You know, let's talk about prevention on this show, Vlad. Uh. Let's talk about how to avoid these situations. But, you know, I don't know about people, but, you know, in this situation, um, you know, it's really all about antibiotics and trying to liberate Because Mika was not far away from me, and uh, so far I don't see any problems in her. Well, she's probably a little hardier and sturdier than you are, you know. (laughs) Mika, Dr. Debbie wants to spade you, Mika. Uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna neuter you, Vlad. We keep talking about how testicles got to go first. Whoa! Did you say that Mika's not spayed? No, she's not. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, you know, Vlad. Yes, we can agree to disagree on this point. I exactly. understand. But we still love that, each other. You know. Yeah, I understand. You also had to deal with hummingbirds this week, yeah, which is well, really we, strange. <laughs> We always get wild birds over at my office, but this week I um, I have a personal passion for hummingbirds, and we've rehabilitated several at wow. my house. But this one is about, well, I got it. It was a few days of age, just a little nestling, and uh, we named him Bieber. Be- be- like as in <laughs> Justin Bieber? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's you know, real little. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not into the teeny bobber wow. stuff. But yeah, so he's a lot of fun. He's only four grams. Well, that's pretty light. Yeah, for comparison, um, I've been telling folks a, a penny weighs two and a half grams. Oh, so wow. That is all this little guy weighs. So, yeah, I've been kind of uh, syringe feeding him, uh, you know, getting him his insects and getting him his sugar water and uh, hand raising him. So, you know, hopefully he'll make it and we can release him and he'll enjoy my backyard. There's a picture of this hummingbird up on your Facebook page. By the way, we want to welcome <laughs> Dr. Debbie to the Facebook age, oh, you know, you. a slower doctor, but she has her brand new Facebook page and you could uh, find the link over at animalradio.com. We have all that information over there. Yes, he's quite the cutie, and I will keep everyone posted with pictures of him. one 405 We're going back to the phones next. Do you know, Dr. Davis, I'm holistic veterinarians nowadays preparing special cream, testosterone and estrogen to rub in the, in the, in the aging dog's paws. That's, that's interesting, but I'd be very cautious, because we actually see toxicities when people use those creams and their dogs lick those off of them and we can actually see uh secondary signs of uh feminization of men of male dogs uh, uh nipples and genitalia because they're licking estrogen creams off of their human counterparts maybe maybe they need to use the right cream you know Mika <laughs> is using estrogen cream well true but you know if we're talking about hormone hormone fed tumors such as mammary cancer um you know an estrogen cream would actually be the worst thing you could possibly do yes unless it's in combination with progesterone 
I, d- I disagree. I disagree. Okay. I'm a big fan of anti-aging medicine, Dr. David. How's it working uh, you on know, you? I think we're going to talk seriously about these testicle things. You know, they're they're clouding your thinking. I am thinking. Have you heard of this Jeff Civilico? He's like a comedy magician guy. I have not. But I haven't heard about him either. He's playing at the main showroom at the Imperial Palace tonight and uh, through December 1st. Tickets are 33 bucks, And you can actually bring your dog to Las Vegas. A lot of people don't know this, but there's that Pet State program. It's available at Caesars Palace in Paris, Planet Hollywood, Paras, Flamingos, Bally's, Rio, Imperial Palace Resorts. And by the way, Vlade, no, Caesars Palace was not named after Caesars Milan. And I know you want the big Vlade <laughs> hotel, but... No, no, no. <laughs> I love Caesar. Well, if there was a Vlade Hotel in Las Vegas, I bet you'd feel differently about it, huh? Yeah, I bet you would. (laughs) (laughs) Bring Your Pet is the Pet Stay program, unique program for guests and their four-legged friends, available at Flamingos, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and the specialty room service menu. You can get more details over at Caesars.com slash Pet Stay Las Vegas and check out Jeff Civilico tonight. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. There's a Dutch artist who's honoring his departed feline friend by creating a half-cat, half-machine. According to the Mirror, Bart Jansen turned the taxidermid remains of his pet Orville into a working radio-controlled helicopter. Well, that makes sense. Jansen explains that Orville was named after the iconic aviator Orville Wright, so taking him airborne seemed like a fitting tribute. The so-called Orville Copter is currently being displayed at the Kustari Art Festival in Amsterdam. But, listen to this, it's soon going to be getting an upgrade. Jansen says Orville will be flying with the birds once he gets larger propellers and more powerful engines on his birthday. That's something to look forward to when you're a dead cat. (laughs) You finally get your wings. Okay, following an ever-increasing list of salmonella-related recalls, Diamond Pet Food is now facing what may be the first lawsuit filed in connection with the illness. There's a national law firm that specializes in food safety, and they filed the suit last week against Diamond Pet Food Processors and Costco Wholesale Corp. in U.S. District Court in Jersey. According to the firm's website, the suit was filed on behalf of the father of an infant who was sickened by a rare strain of salmonella infantitis and hospitalized for three days. The attorney's linked the case to the recalled pet food because the bacteria cultured in the infant was found to be the same rare subtype discovered in samples of diamond pet food, dog food, and in other people who have been sickened from the outbreak. To see a complete list of specific brands of dry dog food and cat food that have been voluntarily recalled, you can go to the Diamond Pet Foods recall site. Well, when you put your dog in the car, do you put him in a seatbelt? New Jersey is cracking down on pets in transit, and they say they're going to click it or ticket, and now it applies to cats and dogs, too. You know what? This is probably a really good idea. I have a convertible Volkswagen, and I put my dogs in there, and my ja- uh, my um, uh, lab stands like almost on all fours on the side of the car. I know people look at me and go, oh, my God. If, if we get hit, that dog's going over, but he seems to be stuck in there. I don't know. 
Um, it's not really safe. I agree with them. The SPCA and Motor Vehicle Commission teamed up at a public education event last week in the Garden State to talk about the dangers of transporting animals without proper restraint. New Jersey is the only state where driving with pets loose in the car is a violation of animal cruelty law. Drivers cited for failing to properly secure their pet can face a ticket between 250 and $1,000 and as much as six months in jail. There's only a few other states that actually are cracking down on pets and cars. Arizona, Connecticut, and Maine. They can charge a driver for an unrestrained pet under distracted driving laws. Hawaii specifically prohibits driving with a pet in your lap. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by ProtectYourBubble.com. It's pet insurance with great coverage from less than $1 a day. $1 a day to protect your pet so you won't be caught off guard with any catastrophic vet bills. ProtectYourBubble.com. Funny name, great insurance. Hey, James. Yes? How are you doing today? Doing great. How can I help you? Well, we, we, uh, adopt, we've adopted a third little puppy dog. Uh, from the shelter. He's a rescue. We don't know what his background is. But when we leave, we put him in their crates. We have uh, three other chihuahuas. And when he is always messing in his bed, we'll take him outside. He'll, he'll go potty most of the time. And sometimes we'll stand out there for 15, 20 minutes. He won't go. We'll bring him in. When we leave, we'll come back and he's uh, wet or messing in his bed. And it's just frustrating. Okay, so what you're telling me, uh, first of all, you have a chihuahua? I, I didn't get it. I, 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 you got me, you have uh, the rest of chihuahuas. But we that are one told also... he is an Italian greyhound. Oh, that one. Well, <laughs> congratulations. First of all, I mean, come on. God, uh, thank you so much for rescuing that uh, pet, I'm, I'm sure. You know, but uh, just, you know, when the guy opened the door, he closed the window a little bit. But because Italian Greyhound, one of the dogs which is uh, quite difficult to train or housebreak, um, it's like training him for obedience. It's like more like a training cat to swim. Um, and I, you have a chihuahua, so you, you kind of, um, you know, got the situation where all of them s- similar to the cats, not to the dogs, basically. Uh, it doesn't mean he's bad. I'm just telling you he was bred for the searching uh, purposes, and one of the purpose, uh, it never was intended to be the f- family pet, uh, but he he's good of in other things, which in other dogs cannot do that. So, uh, how to housebreak Italian Greyhound? Okay, number one, personality-wise, they are very insecure. They're very shaky. Everything is spooky. They're going to go outside. Somebody spooked him. He doesn't want to pee and poop. Plus, when it's too cold, he's so shaking. And when it's cold, they cannot pee too because it's just muscles are frozen. So here is what the best thing to housebreak Italian Greyhound. You have to keep him moving, okay? Mm -hmm. When you keep him moving, his bowel will be moving or he just relax that muscle symptoms which is you will you know he will he'll dribble some urine and here's what I would do honestly I, I see you have a problem when you bring him back and he jump back and he's peeing back in your house am I right correct 
Yeah, I would get for him very little crate, and I'm gonna get a plastic one for the cats, basically something like that. So he could not even, you know, of course, if he's okay in a, in, in in a comfortable crate, that's fine. But if it's the problem, I'm gonna get a really small plastic one. That's what the Italian greyhound will like in the first place. Yeah, like a like a like a hole for him to hide. And I will definitely, if I if you knew, if I knew, listen, dog training. It's so easy because dogs' behavior is so predictable. You know, you don't need to be KGB or FBI to figure out. You know, you know he he did not pee outside. You you know he's gonna come back and pee. Okay, so why don't you bring him back and put him in the crate for 40 minutes? Okay, and one hour if it takes. And after get him again outside and make sure he pees at that time. And all of a sudden the command: go party, go party, go pee, go pee. Some of my clients says go get dirty. Whatever you say. Make sure you say as the dog preparing to pee, you say very soft as he pees, and graduation always praise him. And, you know, if you're going to supervise him uh, through the day, and if you cannot supervise him, you will put him in this little crate without any mental reservations. And if you're going to clean the area of accidents, which happened in the past, with uh, great products, you can go to the pet store. I like Simple Solution or Petastic. Uh, that's very easy to find. And um, if it's not going to be enough, you can visit website by name, um, urine, urineplanet.com. They have amazing spray by name, No Pee. Right, we have that. And once it's dried up, after you clean the f- with simple solution or petastic spray that no pee and respray it every two three days it will keep him away from that area you cannot send the dogs can't send and they don't want to pee in the same area right. uh, don't try to locate that product in the stores they're not carrying it maybe they have the same name but nothing works better than the product from company urineplanet.com and uh, you know if you keep him on the schedule as far as feeding and uh, if you know when the food and water comes in, I would not feed him. I would not give him water as exception. I would not leave the water for for, for all day long. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him water three times per day. Normally one hour after I finish after he finished the food and uh, one time between. So you know what comes in. You know what come when it will come out. And if you do the rest of the thing what I showed to you, or, excuse me. Explain to you, you'll be just fine. I think you're driving in the right direction, just in the wrong car. Try to adjust these things. Try to make sure keep your eyes on him as the hawk. You cannot keep your eyes on the hawk. Put him in the crate. Clean that area. And uh, the last, the last tip. Um, all in everything you can do, you can start to feed him in the area where he likes to pee and poop. Even if it's two, three areas, put two, three uh, footballs in those areas and. You know, don't even pick it up um, when you finish this food. Just keep them spreading those f- footballs around the house. If it's three, four places, that's fine. The dogs like a humans. They don't eat close to the area. They don't pee close to the area where they're eating. So that's another tip you can do. Okay? Okay. Yeah, we're doing majority of that stuff. I think I think you're reminding me is like I, I myself went to the eye doctor, have a severe dry eyes, and I explained to him everything what I'm doing, and he told me exactly what I'm telling you to you right now. Yes, but you're grasping the things from this, from that, from this, this. You don't have a whole system. You have to really pay attention to the details, which I said said okay. to you, you know. And the details is matter, not just general guidelines, but details. 
Right. And that is very important. Be very consistent for at least for one, two weeks. If there is no smell uh, uh, on the floor, he's not going to pee in that area. He cannot pee in that area because you will be around. You can startle him very quickly. Okay, and if you can set the new habits of peeing and pooping outside, and when you cannot supervise, he's in the crate, and you change his feeding and watering schedule and use the products I said, I guarantee you it's going to work. Thank you for calling us. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kempton Hotels. You can take your pet along with you to stay at any one of these Kempton Hotels. They have three locations in San Diego, as well as over 50 across the U.S. They're all pet-friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Not only do pets stay for free, but they can arrange for grooming, a pet massage, even a pet therapist. Yeah, that's California for you. Find out more about Kempton Hotels' hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Ever wonder why cats purr? Well, a purr is just one of the many sounds a cat makes to communicate with other cats, humans, and anyone else who will listen. Sometimes purring is heard in a severely ill or anxious cat, but typically a purr is a sign of cat contentment. Kittens first begin purring as they nurse, and domesticated cats continue to purr when pet. Each cat has its own distinct purr, but just how they make that sound is pretty mysterious. One study says it's air passing through the diaphragm and spasms. Another says it's all in the voice box. But everybody agrees, cats love to purr, and we love it when they do. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Kempton Hotels, the very first hotel company to welcome pets, goes beyond just allowing them to stay. Their Kempton Pets program includes pet-friendly perks like plush beds, bowls, treats, with services such as dog walking and pet sitting. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or other major U.S. cities, stay at Kempton Hotels. Find us on Facebook or KemptonHotels.com. 
Hello, hello, hello. Well, it's good to be back on Animal Radio, your resident party animal, Vinny Petten, coming at you uh, and loving every minute of the Animal Radio airwaves. One of the things that I uh, love and admire the most about Animal Love, it's going to be serious, going to have a serious one today. I, I, I hope those of you who came here looking for laughs won't be bummed out by this, but it's the way that animal and pet lovers rally around the issues and they're not afraid to sign petitions to draw up petitions and to do things of that nature i really respect that i really admire that in there and 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 that's why i'd like to bring one to the table right now to get a petition made up for and circulated and put a stop to something and uh the people we'd be targeting right now are those who come up with merchandising for cat owners the 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 things that cat owners it's bad enough the things that cat owners will buy and wear but what's even worse is is the stuff that these people come up with do you know i was at the mall last night i actually saw a woman walking my way she must have been in her 40s late 40s or so she had on this glittery big baggy sweatshirt and it had a picture of a cat on it wearing a cowboy hat and it had a lasso and it said cat a girl on it, like, cat a girl, And I just looked at this, and I thought, it's not this woman's fault that she, someone probably, it's probably the worst stock, stocking stuffer known to man that she got stuck with this probably glow-in-the-dark cowboy cat sweatshirt. It's not her fault. It's not even her fault if she bought it, for whatever reason. It's the merchandiser's fault. And why is it always cats? Another one I saw once, it was actually a really good-looking girl, too. She had on a shirt that said sex and the kitty and uh there there was a cat where sarah jessica parker's carrie bradshaw was supposed to be i don't even know what to make of this cat erotica i I don't don't know what it was and she's like twirling in in high heel shoes and it's a cat and it said sex and the kitty now you know the merchandisers out there thinking hey vinnie pen party animal say whatever you want we make a bundle of money on that stuff but you are you're causing corneal abrasion because there is such disbelief when people see other people wearing this that we rub our eyes so violently. You're causing corneal abrasion. And like I said, it's always the cat. It's just cats. You don't see like somebody who's got a huge aquarium at home wearing a shirt that says, I've got fish use. And big picture of, of of goldfish on his shirt making funny faces. You don't see that cool Harley dude who has a snake wearing a shirt that says, Snake it or leave it. So let's get the petition up. That's actually a great line, tagline right there for a plumber. Let's get the petition made and out to the cat merchandising folks. Um, I guess the best way to end this week's segment would be cats all, folks. Oh, boy. Uh, Pen, party animal, animal radio. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be pretty picky. But when Ladybug ran into Stella and Chewy's, we knew that would be the last food she would ever, ever need. Healthy ingredients. She loves it. Remember, Stella and Chewy's natural goodness for dogs is made with raw USDA inspected meat. It's raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. And now, the cat food. You can find out more by visiting StellaandChewy's.com. That's StellaandChewy's.com. Hi, this is Elaine Boozler on Animal Radio. Stay and to your pets and some of your exes. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Animal Radio. <laughs> Your testicles needs to be cut up, that's for sure, because it's unbelievable. Just, I see it again and again. Sometimes clients come to me with testicles. Oh, no, I mean, their dogs come to me with testicles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as a matter of fact, the clients who have a testicles really refuse to cut the testicles and their pants. It's not the ladies, it's always the guy, you know. And, uh, you know, and just try to convince me. So that's his, even that, he's told, oh, don't do that. Wait to the searching age. And I would, I would agree with that unless I don't see behavior problem. But this dog is already, oh my gosh, and unfocused and marking everywhere and hyper. It just cannot train him. It just cannot do anything, especially to my standards. So, you know, I do the best and I say, look, let's take the break. Cut the stuff and bring him back in a few weeks. Oh my gosh! After I convince the people and the people do that, and a few weeks after that, I see a totally different dog, totally different dog. So it takes time. I yes, doctor, to just turn to drop off before you see improvements, but people see it pretty quickly in most cases. Hmm. Ed, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm uh, calling from. Well, I live in uh, Southeast Michigan. I'm in Ohio right now, but. Uh, um, purpose of my call is um, I have a little uh, uh, rat terrier. I, I call her a Jack Russell, but I guess it's a rat terrier, and uh, she will not stop licking her paws. Mm. And uh, okay. the dog, she's about six years old, and uh, it's a rescue dog from the Katrina catastrophe. We adopted her. Oh, good for you! And and uh, she's been a you know a good dog otherwise. Uh, uh, but our previous dog, uh, who was. Uh, Exceptionally intelligent, a uh, Shelty Shepherd mix, uh, also severely licked her paws, and I'm starting to wonder if it's something with our house or our mm-hmm. carpeting or something. It's old carpeting, but uh, uh, we've taken her to the bulldogs to the vet, and uh, uh, they've given her the medication, and she's calmed down, you know, with the licking and so forth, and, and calmed down in general. But after the medication wore off, she started licking again. They didn't want to continue the medication for health reasons, I guess, uh, physiological okay. reasons. Uh, we've given her Benadryl, soaked it in uh, her feet and uh, Epsom salts because they're just, you know, almost getting raw. Uh, uh, we sprayed them with the uh, uh, bitter apple, and she seems to like the bitter apple. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yo, bitter apple tastes horrible. I can tell you, I've had it in my mouth. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask how that happened. <laughs> she seems to just uh, uh, tolerate it. Uh, her, it's more important for her to lick her paws, I guess, than to uh, be bothered with the uh, bitterness. But uh, I guess we don't have uh, the, the uh, means to have a lot of allergy tests done. And I'm wondering what can we do to... Get her to stop or slow down. We we put mm-hmm. the lampshade on her head now, and and we kind of feel sorry for her, you know, having. A, and then Jerry, she actually her all starts shaking. I guess it's either irritated or it's itching so bad that you know she just uh, it just shakes. She just shakes her paw, oh, wanting to lick baby. it. Baby. Okay, yeah. so now medication wise, you you said Benadryl. Has there been anything else beyond the Benadryl that they've prescribed? No, the vet has actually given her uh, some pills, and I don't know what they were. My wife does, but uh, okay, <laughs> it really calmed her down to the point where she was just laying around all the time, and uh, that stopped the, the polygon, but uh, the vet did not want to 
keep her on a steady diet of that because it would affect her liver something like that. Uh, okay. All right. So it's probably a steroid of some form if they were worried about long-term use, something for concern. Yeah. So, okay, I guess the basic basic thing when we're talking about licking, chewing to this degree um, that we want to make sure everyone understands is that she can't help it. This is just, this is a physical reaction. And I'm assuming that this is, you know, maybe an allergy situation. Um, that's something that we can't expect dogs to stop behaviorally. Just like anyone who's ever had, you know, a chicken pox. It's a battle to not scratch yourself. And you really have to have compelling will to stop that. Um, dogs don't have that. Um, the itch field makes them feel a little bit better temporarily. And um, then that cycle just keeps on going. So um, I would definitely say, you know, things like bitter apple, for me, in when we are suspicious of itching and we have medical issues going on, it really has no place for me um, because, one, it can very much burn uh, a braided skin or irritated skin, and um, it, it really doesn't help the problem underlying. So for, for your situation, you, you did ask, you know, whether or not this is something, you know, in the house. Uh, possibly, but I'll tell you, right now, anyone who's experiencing spring weather is probably dealing with allergies in their environment. And I can tell you at my office here, probably 50% of the dogs that are coming in for sick visits and cats are actually coming in with itching, scratching, and in many cases, allergy signs. So this is a really big topic this time of year. So we want to kind of get ahead of it and realize, okay, some dogs are going to have seasonal problems and some are going to have year-round things. For those pets that have seasonal problems, then we can up our strategies and what we're doing. Um, if we've got redness, we've got sores, we've got irritation, for me, I like to at least consider the possibility there could be other things going on. Sometimes we get infections with yeast and bacteria on top of um, abraded skin, and that can make things worse. And for those problems, we would want to use medicated shampoos, different types of oral medicines that um, treat those conditions. So sometimes getting a sample from the skin is very helpful, gives the vet direction, and uh, you know if you can't do a lot of tests, you know share that information with them, but let them know you want to try other things. What other suspicion? Does your vet have? What other things can we try? And that might be going on at this time to, to get a better handle on everything as a whole with that skin. So the yeah. e-collar is great to prevent, you know, destruction and irritation at the area. Um, but, you know, we might be looking at more of like a medicated shampoo or maybe a topical ointment. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the antihistamines, you know, they're low side effects. you got to use them regularly. you got to use them at least two times a day, sometimes three times a day. But that might have, you know, lesser side effects. If Benadryl didn't work for you, there's oodles of other ones out there that we might want to pick out of the uh, prescription bag and see if it works better for your baby. Um, and, you know, definitely I look into that um, possibility of using fatty acids as well because that can be helpful as a mild anti-inflammatory and just kind of helps with a lot of the skin conditions. Um, but I'd say, you know, finances all aside, there's still a lot you can do as far as with some of the other products, um, you know, beyond Epsom salts. So um, colloidal oatmeal is very soothing to abraded, irritated skin, especially allergic skin. So that's kind of a, uh, a nice type of uh, shampoo spray products that you can use um, for particularly for those feet, but kind of all over the body. And, uh, you know, really maybe take this to a little bit more um, kind of comprehensive treatment. I think we can do a lot more for your baby there. Appreciate it. Thanks for your call, Ed, and we wish you the best of luck with that. one 405 8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals... 
Joey Volani's tip of the week brought to you by Wall. Because dogs are one of the most intelligent animals, it's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. I always like to look smart. Visit wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L pet. Dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joey Volani, the dog father. You know, I like what you said dogs are the most intelligent animals, and they are, but there's one thing that they can't do is, is they can't cut their nails. <laughs> last, last, and the reason, I got a whole reason why I'm leading up to this, because last week in the grooming salon, um, we had a woman bring it, brought her dog in, and um, the dog's nails were completely curled under, and they were growing into the pads. Ooh. And you know, it, it, it's it, it's funny because other than that, I mean, the dog was was well kept. You could tell it was loved. Um, I think a lot of people just don't realize they need to look at the dog's nails. And if it's if it's a lap dog, which this dog was, you could tell that this dog was either carried or put in a in in in, in a pet stroller most of the time. Didn't do all that much walking, and especially the people who live um, in this where their dogs don't walk that much. What happens is the nails will grow under. Now, what ends up happening is it could grow into the pads of their feet. And when that happens, you can end up with an infection. But worse than that, it almost just about cripples your dog. It's one of the worst possible things you can do. So what you need to do is you need to check your dog's nails regularly. When I say regularly, I'm talking about even once a week. Okay. Inspect them. Make sure that there's none broken. Make sure they're not curling under. When they get to a certain point, most groomers only charge anywhere from 5 to $10 to do this. Hmm. Bring them into your groom. If you can't afford a professional grooming, make sure that's done because it'll make a dog that can't walk. And as soon as you cut them, and with this particular dog, she even says, she goes, I think my dog is getting a little bit old. Um, because it doesn't walk as much as it used to. And I immediately had an idea that, that, the, that the, the, the nails were long, and I, as soon as I looked at them, I showed her, I explained everything. We cut the dog's nails, and this was a nine-year-old uh, Maltese. After we finished cutting the nails, we put the dog on the floor. The dog was running around. The dog was jumping. The dog was was happy immediately. Um, it's one of those grooming. This is probably the most important grooming tip that I can give you because this is something that honestly will 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 take a dog that's lame and make that dog almost as if they're five years younger because of the pain that they're in walking on their nails. When you hear your dog running through your house, and if you got you know tile floor, hardwood floor, anything besides carpet, and you hear that you know tap 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 tap. You know that the dog is walking is 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 um is actually um walking on their nails. The other thing you could do is is walk your dog regularly. Now, if you do live in the city, let your dog walk a little bit because the pavement, the asphalt, whatever that hard surface, that's going to grind it down. That's a natural nail file, so that's going to file it down automatically to to, to exactly where they want to be. I do not recommend cutting your own dog's nails at home unless you have an idea of how to do it because. There is a, a vein called a quick in there that if you hit it, and it's a wives' tale, how the dog's not going to bleed to death. I don't, I, I don't oh. care, you know, um, any tale that you tell me, they're not going to bleed to death, but it's going to make a mess, and it's also going to hurt your pet. So go to a professional. 
if um if it's too expensive for you, bring them to me because I'll cut them for nothing for you. I promise you that. <laughs> um, because I, it's something it's something I really hate to see. And when you're a pet lover, you know what? Let's just get the pet out of pain, make them comfortable, and move forward with it. And that's it. It's an easy tip. Check them once a week or listen. Now, there you okay. go. And if you hear it, take care of it. The dog father has a heart, and he's going to be cutting cutting nails all week long, I imagine. Now. I will. I'll cut them for free for you. You bring them to me, I'll cut them for free if you can't afford it. Let's have a nail trimming party. Oh, jeez. There you go. <laughs> the dog father, ladies and gentlemen, check him out on Dogs 101 as well. I, running and rerun, by the way. I saw that this morning. Did you see me this morning with the Karen Terrier? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I seen that myself. But you know what? The thing is, is you look nothing on TV like you look now. You've lost so much weight. You're looking so svelte right now. Well, thank you. I am 67 pounds down. Oh. So we gotta, we got we to gotta refilm these, i got to tell them. I don't think they'll listen. <laughs> Dump me in something. There he is, the new thinner and svelte Joey Volani on Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, sure, we may be the host with the most, but the real talent here we all know is Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. All here, toll free at 1-866-405-8405. If you have a dog problem, let me tell you, Vlade can solve these. Unfortunately, it's usually the last person that people go to because she always solves them. Obviously, you know, it's like where are my keys? It's the last place that you look. Obviously, but it's unbelievable. It's a real unbelievable. I think for the same reason people uh, wait so long before go to the doctor and to the doctor Debbie as well. I think we as a culture needs to learn that uh, mother of prevention rather act uh, proactively rather than reactively. I know it sometimes sounds silly and sometimes too entertaining over this microphone. However, um, for everyone who is listening to me right now, I am passing the step doors of the people house for 30 years now in five countries around the world. I have a university degree in uh, dog behavior and uh, spent many years in university near Moscow and uh, trained dogs for so many services, including Soviet intelligence service, KGB, and the uh, Russian army, and so many things. But I haven't seen so many behavior problems in dogs once I came to this great country of the United States, and here is why. I think people miss misunderstood uh, what the democracy is in relationship to the pets. Pets don't vote, they don't preach democracy, and the pets confusing human kindness for weakness. Uh, people wait too much to realize the problem. For instance, I'm like when I'm seeing the new puppies or new dogs, I'm doing a lot of uh, evaluations. I can momentarily predict the way the dog looks, the dog, the way walk, the dog, he looks in your eyes if they will have a problem. I can perform behavioral X-ray in a matter of minutes to see the dog has an active or passive defense reflex, according to Pavlov, and see what's going to happen in the future. And unfortunately, people just ignore it because they hope, well, people in Russia will say, hope die last. You can hope whatever you want, but if you're not going to take the actions today, you will pay the price tomorrow. Mm, okay. And you know what? The thing I got to say, though, is that a lot of people think, I've had dogs before. I don't need to go to training. I don't need to take this dog to the trainer. I know how to do it. And I think that's the big thing, Vlad, is that I see this all the time. You know, every puppy that comes in, I recommend they go to dog training. And some people just say, eh, I, I know how to do it, and I'm going to do it myself. 
Did you see Dr. Debbie how the dogs playing in the dog park and how so many people just look at that and just say, oh, that's what the dogs do. Dogs about, I see it. I, I just can't, sometimes just walk away from the dog park. It's, I'm not telling dog parks are bad, but I'm just seeing people really misreading the canine behavior. They think that's okay when the dog bark nonstop. It's okay when the dog jumping and almost like a biting each other. They don't see that just one second they're staying from the disaster right now. The same things in the households. People Someone knocking on the door, they go, People say, well, that's what the dog should do. What if the bad bike uh, guy comes in here? People here in California, you know, for every dog, we have a five lawyers. Dog who barks will eventually bite. Come on. You know, don't get So you're stuff. saying my dog boss isn't perfect? <laughs> Your dog is not perfect because you allow him too much things. But I know you can turn, you, you can easily easily identify the problem before you have a big problem. And you can break some rules because you know the rules, Dr. Debbie. That's why I'm training you every day when we sing and sometimes having personal lunch and having some vodka and things like this. (laughs) Yeah. Save me here, Hal. Exactly. But but your dog is still pulling you on the leash, and this is the very bad because if the dog pulls you on the leash, he thinks he's in charge, he's in the lead. I've seen many problems when the dogs lead the humans, uh, vice versa. You lead dogs follow us that's the all right well, let's go to practice then <laughs> okay we're going to go to the phones one 405 you can also facebook us on animal radio or tweet us at animal radio and uh, by the way i think we have a facebook question up coming up for vladi in just a couple of seconds here if you have any questions that you want to uh, get us via email or, or facebook now's the time to do that uh, stacy what are you working on you know you can ask any woman what it's like to give birth and they'll tell you it's just not the easiest thing to come out of you <laughs> I don't care how small they are or how big they are. They still cause a little bit of pain when they come out. A hen had the same problem, though. Uh, She gave birth to a double egg, twice the size of a normal egg. That's like delivering a 14-pound baby in a human. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. It's news you can use. Oh, I like that slogan. (laughs) Sometimes you say smart things. (laughs) Are we going to go to the... Okay, this is great. This. We've been talking about the paparazzi pet photo contest over the last couple of months that Kimpton has been doing, and we, of course, had to choose the final winner for this contest. And let me tell you, it was tough. There were so <laughs> many cute dogs. We finally chose Chloe, who just... Uh, and I'm going to hold the picture up to the microphone. What a cutie. Actually, I'm going to put the picture over at the website that you... You know what? It's too hard. It I don't is. want to do this anymore because, because even even the ugly dogs are cute. They're so, all I mean, cute. It's, it's, it's exactly. It's hard. Well, Chloe looks like she's smiling. Oh, like just posing a perfect... Posing for the picture. Oh. She's a mix or she's pure red? You know, I'm not sure. We're going to find out. I got Chloe's mom on the phone and also Steve Panetti from Kimpton also joining us. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi. Hey, not bad. Uh, Chloe's... Mom, Angie, is, uh, yeah. you must be very proud. I am, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just, I'm speechless still. <laughs> what, what kind of dog is Chloe? She's an English Bull Terrier. How did you get her to smile for this picture? <laughs> uh, actually, she always has a smile on, actually. In any of the, all the pictures, she just has that grin on her face. Yeah. <laughs> now, Steve, Steve is also joining us from Kimpton, top dog over at Kimpton. It must have been a tough choice for you to single it down to so many finalists before this. Well, it was. I always love it when you call me the top dog in this context. That always just cracks me well, up. Well, you are. No, I know, but I appreciate how you tee that up like that. You know what it is? 
You know what makes it so tough? It's the eyes. Yep. It's looking into their eyes. Doesn't make any difference what size or shape or breed or type, but if the eyes get it every uh, every single time. But this was awesome. We had we had a huge turnout. We had uh, I think altogether we got entries about twenty eight hundred, twenty nine hundred entries. Wow. We had over sixty six thousand people voted. It was twice the number of people. Uh, this year over last year. So it definitely has caught on. What is uh, Chloe and Mom, what are they going to get now? Well, they hit the big jackpot here. They've got three nights at any Kempton Hotel. they wow. got round-trip airfare for the family on JetBlue, uh, deluxe pet carrier from Republic of Paws. we got some spa treatments, and we've got a hers and hers uh, massage wow. uh, for Mom and Chloe. Uh, oh got a, a, a great credit at one of our wonderful restaurants. I mean, we're rolling out the uh, we're rolling out the red carpet here. So Chloe and Mom Angie, have you guys thought about where which Kimpton you're going to go to yet? Mm. Oh, there's just so many. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we are Angie, maybe take me. New York or Washington. Oh, New York Angie, or Washington. Take me instead of Chloe. Well, no, wait a second. Chloe won this, Lottie. I'm cute, too, so you know. You're cute, too, yeah. After a few drinks. (laughs) Two in the morning. Well, very good. Okay, so this is exciting. You don't know where you're going to go yet. New York, maybe D.C., and you're going to take Chloe, stay at the Kimpton Hotels. They're going to roll out the red carpet for you. Now, have you told Chloe yet? Uh, I have, and she just said, cool, and she just wants to dinner and she says she deserves it the steak dinner yes yeah, she does she, she when we received the news she got a nice steak dinner <laughs> thanks guys for joining us we really appreciate that give chloe a big old hug from all of us here at animal radio thank you so so much we're gonna all right, he- thanks you guys thanks steve we're gonna head back to the phones 1-866-405-8405 right after this hi this is iron chef cat cora on animal radio please adopt a pet Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Vetricin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetricin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and will not sting and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. Cat owners, listen up. We love our cats. They're so adorable. But we certainly can't say the same for their litter boxes. Wouldn't it be great if you had an attractive litter box with a stylish hood and designs like black patent, leopard print, polka dot? Well, now you can. Kitty A Go-Go is perfect for smaller homes or apartments where the litter box is usually an eyesore. Not only does Kitty A Go-Go look great, it adds a stylish decor element with personality. Your choice of six decorative hoods and colorful patterns will look great in any room. Seeing is believing. It's a 
that you can't see them on the radio, check out all the designs at kittyagogo.com. And that's not all. Kittyagogo has a patented sifter rake, so there's no digging for treasures. In one single scoop of the rake, your cat's business is ready to dump right into the trash, making the task of cleaning up after your kitty a breeze. Made of the highest quality, durable, and stain-resistant plastic, both you and your cat will love this new concept in litter boxes. Kittyagogo. You have to see it to believe it. Learn more at kittyagogo.com. I did a really good job. with our pets, one 405 Coming up in just a few minutes, Josh Duhamel for the season of Stars. Now, Woo-hoo. I'm not really familiar with this guy. He's hot. He's big. He is big? That's a big, yeah, he's big. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, well, his wife is, um, he's married to Fergie. <laughs> yeah, yes, Fergie, he is. who I just realized is the same Fergie from Black Eyed Peas. But the one and only. Was uh, He was in a TV show called Las Vegas, right? Yeah, I think it was with James Caan. Hmm. That was canceled. He, yeah, he was in a f- no. He was in a few things. Um, he has. It's funny because two years ago, I mean, he's big. He's a big animal person because two years ago, I was invited to a red carpet for the American Red Cross, um, and they were um, they were honoring people for 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 achievement in pets, and he was one of the honorees. Him and Betty White. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, he'll be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio next week. Emmy Lou Harris. Singer Emmy Lou Harris, and then the following week, Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, will be joining us. She loves her animals. She's a fun, fun character. A lady whose voice in person sounds like, like a little kid's. Uh-huh. And it's so funny to hear her talk and do Bart. Stacy, what are you working on? Do you guys ever drive with your dogs in the car? Sure. If you do, and you're in New Jersey, you could get a ticket now. All dogs have to be in dog uh-huh. restraints, seatbelts, click it or ticket. Up to 250 bucks, six months in jail. I'll tell you about that coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, more laws in Jersey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would get this ticket every day. Yeah, yeah you would get a yeah, ticket, no. wouldn't you? You'd drive Every with, day. Yeah. I'll tell you, between New York and New Jersey, New York with, of course, the 32-ounce drink ban, <laughs> and now now you can have an ounce of marijuana, but you can't yeah, have, have a 32-ounce drink. Soda. <laughs> I had to leave New Jersey because of that, you know. Too many laws, you know, Rico and all that, and being Italian, you know how it yeah. is. So, you know, I had to get out of New Jersey. They're That's why West Coast is the best, you know. Yes. They're more relaxed, more slack. You are here, and we like, you know, humorous way of understanding the life. Oh, come on, know? Vladi, you got to get with it. It's called the Left Coast now. Oh yes, Left Coast. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of very conservative on the searching issues, but I'm very liberal on the number issues. I don't know. I kind of at the middle, but I'll definitely. I love West Coast most. That's you know. Hey, you know what's funny about East and West Coast, and I notice this a lot in the grooming salons. The dogs act as 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 different as the people. Um, when we had when when I was had the Nash Academy, we had the school in Kentucky, and we had New Jersey school. It was funny how the dogs took on the personality of the culture in that area. When you went to the New Jersey school, every dog was barking, howling, whatever. When you went to the Kentucky school, it was quiet. And the dogs didn't say anything. And it was just like culture shock. If you 
put one of the students, which we used to do every now and then, from Kentucky into New Jersey. They couldn't handle it. New Jersey people <laughs> can go to Kentucky. I'm serious. Because of such the culture, but the dogs were exactly the same way. They took on the whole personality. And I noticed the same thing on the West Coast. They, it's a total different personality of the pets compared to East Coast pets. We're kicking yeah. back. Yeah, we're laid back. And, uh, and yeah, lay back, but at the same time, um, I see less resistance to taking measures and train their pests in the West than in the East. For instance, as you guys know, sometimes we're using electronic colors, which is just opening the mouth on the East Coast and just say that. It's just like you're committing already crime in this part. You know, here in the West Coast, people just ask what the right model is. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Let's see, we're going to go through the phones here again, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Vlani, or animal communicator Joey Turner. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, hi. How are you doing um, today? I'm fine. What's up? Um, I have a female shepherd mix. She's between 9 and 10. She's a rescue dog, but that's what the, her veterinarian estimated her to be. We've had her since before she was a year old. Right before Christmas, she was diagnosed with diabetes. Okay. And we've got her on insulin, and this past week she went blind. And oh. we took her to a, a specialist, an eye specialist for animals, and um, he said that we can get cataract surgery to remove the cataracts and that she's got a 90% chance to regain her vision, which is what our prayer is, of course. And um, not that I'm second-guessing him, because I, I trust him, but um, I just kind of wanted to get a feel from from her to see if she's had any experience with this mm-hmm, um, sure. and other dogs. Okay. And then I wanted to ask, um, is your dog doing well with the diabetes in other ways? Are we fairly well regulated, or are they having any difficulties with her bl- blood levels? We are in the process of getting her regulated, and we have to wait for the surgery to get that done. She is going mm-hmm. this week yeah. for another all-day I guess like a glucose tolerance panel mm-hmm. um, okay. because he had adjusted it once two weeks ago and this week we're going to do another one to see if she needs to be adjusted again and I understand we have to get that regulated. Um, she's on seven units twice a day right now which the eye specialist said that's kind of low. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, might be, and usually with insulin, if anything, we try to go slow to bring those levels, go to a higher dose. We hate to go too high and then have problems. It's much better to, to start low and work your way up. But, yeah, I will totally agree that we want to try to get your pet somewhat regulated before we talk about surgery, um, um, so it's to the best of our abilities. Um, but we know that even well-regulated diabetics can get these cataracts. And um, I will agree also that um, you Usually, success is wonderful, and so about 90-95% of dogs' vision will be restored. But there are some what-ifs, and one would be we'd want to have her in good health and, you know, the diabetes pretty well regulated first. Secondly is ophthalmologists will typically do a retinal check, um, so they want to do a retinogram to make sure before we put her through the surgery that what we got going on back there, that we got a good retina. Um, so that would be something that can help give us a little peace of mind before we get into the surgery um, if we're going to expect to have good vision afterwards. Um, but after cataract surgery, there are some you know possibilities of problems. So um, down the road, I'd say probably 80% 
percent of dogs that have cataract surgery still have good vision and meaningful vision. Um, but we do see problems postoperatively with inflammation or what we call uveitis. Um, we can have some concerns for things like glaucoma. Um, so those are things to be aware of going into it, um, that um, no surgery is without any potential complication. But I'd say for the vast majority of dogs with uh, the sudden onset cataracts, um, surgery is wonderful. And if it is possible and within your means, I would certainly um, encourage you to go down that road. Yeah, it amazes me that, that she knows this house so well. <laughs> Ah, that knows or or an end table or anything it's like whoa and it makes me wonder could I do that I don't think so so I I just say she's a wonderful little trooper we'll give her a pat on the head from us we wish her the best and uh, best luck as you're uh, adjusting that uh, insulin level and, and dealing with that diabetes so have a great one thank you for the call this is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405 Mika looks hot. Mika looks like uh, she's sweating. How do they sweat? They sweat from their mouth. Is that they don't sweat like they're, we do? They, they, their Tongue pads are their pads. feet. Yeah, oh, Tongue Tongue and pads. Pads. She, she, she smells like a, she's a ship. <laughs> she smells like a ship. Ship, like a, like a hunting dog. You know? Oh, like because a hunting dog. Yes. Yeah, because she needs to conceal, you know, her intention. She needs to be part of the. Pack. She needs to. She needs to uh, smell similar to the pack of the ships. I don't know how to pronounce it. You do. Uh, <laughs> sheep. Teach me, please. Sheep. 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 Your dog smells sheep. like sheep. Sheep. It's, <laughs> sheep. it's the same pronunciation. Wow. <laughs> Ship and sheepers. Listen, you so better different. get the beeper out there because it sounds. You know, I don't think yeah. people are going to wonder what he's saying. That's what. The, that's what they do. I mean, uh, sometimes when we're talking about pit bulls and. Um, don't get me wrong, I train a lot of nice pit bulls, but sometimes when people say, oh, that's unprovoked attack, because it's not because they're bad, because they genetically they were designed to conceal mm. their intentions ah. to be good fighters. Oh. So German shepherds, for instance, supposed to guard sheep, so they need to smell <laughs> sometimes like them. So, you have to ah. conceal it. So they have yeah, a poker like, face. Like KGB penetrate through the... Really? Okay, uh, now that's, now that's interesting. It. I learned something. I didn't know that. I learned so much so from Lottie. In your hands, you do have some coconut uh, mojito smelling shampoo. <laughs> I noticed. I got some good stuff here. You know what? I use it. On, I, it it's funny because I used it on my dogs this week because I'm preparing them for this party that I'm having. And I use this wall um, oatmeal shampoo that does. It smells unbelievable. Um, it's it's a concentrated shampoo, which um, so you know what? This this um, this small container here goes a long way. I think it breaks down. Yeah, it breaks down ten to one. I wow. used so, it on Ladybug, what? and she looked and smells she, great. Absolutely, she's so shiny. It's good stuff. It's it's you know it's 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 professional grade stuff is what you know what they're selling to the general public apparently is the same stuff that I would buy um, you know from a from a from a wholesaler to the professional um, people and um, basically it's the same thing and it's 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 a great product I use it on my dogs I get real shiny coat um, they smell unbelievable and it lasts um, for a couple of days it also has um, you know coconut oil in it and a lot of different botanicals to keep the skin from getting itchy and relieving it from, um, you know, when when the dogs have dry skin, not only is it going to moisturize, but it's also going to help relieve the itching that's going on. Um, Mm. My one guy, Busty, um, Buster has 
like a, like a little bit of a scaly skin. When I use this, it actually takes it off, and and, and wow. he's he's real happy. And it's it's quick rinsing. And what what makes that big is, and I, I said this before, is nobody wants to have to rinse for an hour because your dog usually, if you're doing it at home, does not want to stay where the water is, so they're trying to run out. So get the water I mean the shampoo off the dog quick. And this is quick rinsing. So not only does it clean good, it rinses quick and smells great. What's better than that? I'm convinced yeah, these guys you know. are trying to put you out of business. Yeah, they like yeah to... no, they, 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 they definitely they definitely are. But, you know, I'm going to send some people to their corporate headquarters yeah. to go talk to them about that. So we'll take care <laughs> just, of that. Just one, but also, one, how about one... the brush I got here? Yeah, that's well, you know, hold cool. on. I'm not, I'm not done here, guys. You know, mm-hmm. I got a brush I want to talk about. Um, I got this slicker brush, which I love. And I'll tell you why I love it so much, because I put it through the test. And my brushes, I go through them quickly because they... You know what? Number one, they don't make brushes like they did when I first started grooming. Gro- grooming brushes lasted a while. Well, this one has so far stood up to the test, and I'm still using it. Again, it's a professional-made slicker brush that has bent um, bristles on it, which helps pull out that dead coat. They make great products. W-A-H-L, by the way. And you can visit their website at W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Oh, let's give right. some away. Judy. Can we do that now? Let's do it. It's okay. time. one 405 8405 for the oatmeal shampoo from Wall, as well as uh, the, slicker, the brush. slicker brush. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, surprise, surprise. Imagine walking out to a chicken coop and you discover one of the chickens has laid an egg twice the normal size. That's what happened to Cookie Smith in Abilene, Texas. I just died laughing as soon as I saw it. First I looked and I thought, what is that? And then I picked it up and... Uh, <laughs> Died laughing. Yeah, well, she's still alive and still around, I guess. After showing the egg to the local paper, Smith says things got even crazier. That's because she cracked that super egg open and discovered a yolk, along with another whole regular-sized egg inside of it. It's like a magic show. Smith ended up tossing both the eggs away, but not before she took plenty of pictures. The phenomenon is called a double egg. It doesn't happen very often. The hen that produced that super egg, it's okay, but she spent several days resting after laying the big one. Well, a pair of bovines uh, caused a few problems for Pennsylvania police last week. They got busy in the middle of the road. <laughs> Isn't there some song, let's just do it in the road? I can't think who sang that song. According to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, officials said the bull and cow's relations happened in a Rayburn construction zone on a Friday and created a big mess. Must have been a fantasy for those cows. Members of the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau were called in to help the animals cool down and get out of the way. Trooper John Crona says that he had to deal with cows being hit by cars before, but this uh, encounter was a first in his career. Australian motorists were getting over the shock of seeing hundreds of sheep that actually fell into a roadway from an overpass. One person was hospitalized after this accident. It was on a highway right near Melbourne. A witness says a truck on the overpass that was carrying 400 animals flipped onto its side before the sheep began falling onto cars below. Fewer than 10 of those sheep are expected to survive, unfortunately. A black bear caused some problems in the wild after interrupting a graduation ceremony at an elementary school in Bakersfield, California. Kern County animal control officers were able to subdue the 200-pound bear. They had to use a taser gun after it wandered into Ramona Garza Elementary School. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. 
California Fish and Game released the bear yesterday afternoon in an undisclosed location. Officials say it's pretty rare to see a bear in a busy city like Bakersfield, but if you do, of course you want to stay calm and slowly walk away and put your food down. That's probably number one. Don't don't run with your food. Leave the food, the sandwich, peanut butter, and jelly right there. Let the bear take it. You're out of there. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. one That's to get in touch with any one of our dream team. Next week on the Season of Stars, Emmy Lou Harris joins us. And then uh, after that, Nancy Cartwright, Bart Simpson. But this week, all the ladies are a Twitter. <laughs> Josh DeHamel is joining us. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the show. Well, hello. How are you? Oh, I'm doing splendid. Thank you. That's good. The uh, the ladies have been talking about this interview for the last week or so because they're all hot excited up. about the petsmartcharities.org. dot Exactly. See, how did you know? I, yeah. Well, I don't know, Josh. You probably don't remember, but uh, I did see you in Las Vegas, and I don't think you recognized me. It was at Fergie's concert. You know, you didn't wave. So I didn't wave. You know. No. You didn't. Well, you know, I might have. I might have had a couple of beers. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, so now, what are you doing with PetSmart? I, you know, they've had this PetSmart Charities, and I must say that when we started twelve year, almost 12 years ago, yes. PetSmart Charities stepped up and gave us our first grant to get started, so they're good Oh, people. wow, that's yeah. great. Yes. What are you doing with them? Well, uh, I guess the, the, the way I got uh, involved with PetSmart Charities is uh, after my little meatloaf, my little uh, dachshund <laughs> mix died in April 1st, Aww. Um, I'd... Uh, they had I'd, I'd made mention of it in Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that that you know this little guy was adopted and and whatnot and and they got into contact with me and asked if I would help uh, promote what what they're doing and 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 it's kind of incredible the stuff that they've done I mean they just got they just adopted out their five millionth pet wow. which is wow. pretty incredible um, you know they're involved in all kinds of great uh, animal charities and things like that and you know it it, it just felt like something that I wanted to do. I mean, this little guy that we had was a special little dog, and he was a guy that we found uh, from a dachshund rescue. And, you know, I hadn't heard much about uh, pet adoption until 
you know, we we bought our first dog, not knowing anything about mm. rescuing. And then this woman, Lori Zerwick, who I worked with on Vegas, she was a line producer. She scolded me about, what are you doing? You rescue. you got to rescue. Do you know how many dogs are out there that need a home? And I didn't realize that. And soon afterwards, we were looking for a dog for Zoe to have a companion, to have a friend. Uh-huh. And uh, we found him, and he came over and played with her a little bit to see if they worked together. And the lady kept talking about how great of an athlete he was and almost... On cue, he got stuck between the coffee table and little stairs that lead, that lead up to the thing. So we knew he wasn't very athletic, uh, and he didn't have the best breath, but he was so cute, and he turned out to be such an incredible little friend for the last six or seven years. And, and you know, so anytime anybody's, you know, thinking about getting a, a, a dog or a cat, I just tell them you gotta you got to think about adopting, not only because it's the right thing to do, but because... They're actually incredible pets. They're so appreciative. You know, they've, 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 they know what the alternative is. They know what those shelters are like, and they're so appreciative and loving. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I think that, that people should really consider. Well, a lot of people think that they're going to get a healthier pet from the breeders or the puppy mills. And the fact of the matter is to the contrary. Doc, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And definitely the fact that you can get a lot of pure breeds through uh, rescue organizations, it's really, I think it's very surprising for a lot of folks. Yeah, as well. I think it's like 20 to 30% of the animals out there are purebred. You know, and those are from the puppy mills and places, you know, the people thought that they wanted a dog and then couldn't handle it. And, just sort of gave it up to the shelter. So, you know, there's a lot of purebred animals out there, and they're they're they are healthy, and they're and a lot of those misconceptions are just not are just that misconceptions. So, so I want to stick um, up for the mutts. The mutts are the best. They're yeah, healthy. that's what that's what Meatloaf was. He looked yeah. kind of like a dachshund, but he kind of had a a lab face, I guess. He was he was just such a little cutie, man. People just adored him. How did you come up with the name Meatloaf? Well, his name was Dylan when we first got him. Okay. Uh, which was actually a good name. We That actually fit him. But I was talking to my wife, and I was like, God, he looks like a meatloaf. Because he was like this fat little round thing, his brown colored. And, and she's like, oh, my God, that's his name. And plus, I love Meatloaf, the singer. Oh, and okay. so that name just kind of stuck. And then uh, so that that was that. I just want to say the wife he's referring to Fergie, is Fergie from yeah. the Black Eyed Peas. Yes. yes. I guess because you're so busy, you don't have any pets now. Or do you have pets now? No, we still have Zoe. Okay. Who's uh, who's also a great little dog. She's a, we were really worried that she was going to miss Meatloaf dearly, and we we're going to have to like send her to doggy therapy or something. But she actually is uh, doing better than ever. We're not sure if she ever even missed him. <laughs> I kid, I kid, of course. But she does. Uh, she does. Uh, in the first couple of weeks, you could tell that she smelled him everywhere she went. She could. She remembered. She didn't really know what what to think of it, but you know. She's uh, she's gotten over it, and she's a great little good dog too. And Josh, when you were young, did you have pets when you were a kid? No, <clears throat> we never had any uh, pets growing up. It wasn't until my early thirties that I got Zoe. Wow. Uh, I mean, I was always very into animals and nature and stuff like that. You know, catching frogs and turtles and things like that <laughs> back home. Um, so I always had an affinity for them. I just never, I just never had. Mom was just would never let us get one. I don't think she had the time to take care of it or something. I'm not sure. Me too. My mother didn't let me have pets until I got older, and I ended up being a vet. Look at that. Oh, oh wow. Well, there you go. I have a little cousin who's, I swear to you, is going to be a vet. She has her guinea pigs, and she all she wants to do is pet the dogs and play with horses and stuff like that. 
So is that the way you were? Did you want to be around yep, animals yep. all the time? I always did, and I was out there uh, feeding squirrels and you know catching bugs and having a good time yeah. just like you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty much me. I was like Huck Finn growing up. Well, Dr. Debbie likes weird things about animals. I mean, she loves the smells of, uh, well, admit it. <laughs> it's part of the fun. I, call, I, I consider it a perk uh, of my job is to you know, get to squeeze gross things and, well, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I don't want to scare takes, you away it here. It takes all kinds to make the world go around. It does, really. <laughs> thank, God, thank God you wanted to do it because I don't think I could. Well, PetSmart Charity is doing great work. Their five millionth adopted pet has happened. It's always good to... Adopt your pet and check out PetSmart if you want to adopt a pet. Yeah, and go to PetSmartCharities.org and, uh, and uh, you know, either donate by texting uh, PETS80888 uh, or, uh, you know, adopt if you can. Or if you have adopted, please share your story so that we can get the word out. And there's a video contest going on, I see, for a chance to win a donation to their local animal welfare organization. All the details over at the website at PetSmartCharities.org slash donate. Josh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Take thank care. You. Thanks. Bye-bye. Demal? Demal? That is Duhamel. I sound like an idiot, don't I? Sure. Uh, what's new, right? I'm sure he's called that all the time. Uh, you don't want to know how I said his name originally the first time I saw it. <laughs> I said Dushmiel. Dushmiel. <laughs> the interview was so boring, so give me a chance to eat, you know. I say, listen, see, I'm eating Give him right a now. chance to eat? Yeah. Yeah, sure, I'm eating. You know, I have time and everyone. Animal Radio is brought to you by Vetterson One Step and Wound Infection Spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Reduce your pet's recovery time up to 60% with Vetterson. For more information, head on over to Vetterson.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Oh no, a storm! Where's my thunder shirt? I need my thunder shirt! It hugs me, keeps me calm during storms, otherwise I freak! Here boy, let's put on your thunder shirt! Oh, oh, that's much better. Hey, folks, if your dog or cat's like me and scared of noises, traveling or vet visits or being left alone, try Thundershirt. It's the easy, drug-free way to keep them calm. For only $39.95 with a money-back guarantee, don't be afraid to try one. Buy a Thundershirt now at pet stores or at Thundershirt.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Uh, you, and when I say you, I'm looking at Judy. What I do now? 
You spoil your animals. You spoil your dog, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. I take care of her very well is how I put it. I noticed when you uh, took her out to the beach the other day, it was a little chilly, and you took some sort of pack that uh, you put in the microwave for a few minutes. and then It's you... a special harness what, what that is has it? an insert for a pouch that you take this pack, and you can either heat it in the microwave when it's cold outside, or you can put it in the freezer when it's hot outside, and it'll keep the dog hot or cold. So it's cold here. I put it in the microwave for a few seconds, and then I put it in her in the pouch, and then I put this harness on her, and the pouch is actually on her belly. She seemed to really like it. I know. We have Gail Sanders joining us. Hi, Gail. Welcome to the show. Hi. Nice to be here. You are the inventor of the, and it's called Comfy Tales? Is that what it is? Yeah, the company is called Comfy Tales, and um, we actually created a harness, and we have a coat coming out also for wow. the fall, winter. Oh, you live in Chicago, so it gets pretty cold there. Yes, it gets very cold, and also gets very warm. Um, and I have a Yorkie, and three winters ago, I was actually sitting in my car and looked over on the curb and saw two very large dogs absolutely shivering. Aww. Yeah, and, and it just broke my heart. And a friend of mine at that time was working for a sports therapy a wraps company, you know, the kind you put on your knee or oh, your yeah. shoulder. Anyway, so I called and I said, you know, you really ought to come up with something for dogs. And he was not interested. And I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> and I pursued it. And now we have comfy tails for dogs. You know, so many coats that I see that, that I look to find for my dog, they don't cover her belly. They cover her back but not her belly. Why is it so important to have the belly covered? Well, what I don't understand is why is it just the belly? I mean, don't you have to cover the whole body? What, what's the story there? Well, um, it was designed in conjunction with our vet, who is Dr. Jennifer Henderson, and what she explained was that the core of the dog is what needs to be protected ah. um, or warmed and cooled, and the core is where most of the major organs are, where most of the vasculature is, and certainly where... Um, the dog usually has the least amount of fur and protection mm -hmm. from the elements. And if you've ever seen a, a dog in warm weather lay down on a cool surface, they usually lay down on their belly and spread their legs out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're cooling their core. Oh, and yeah. so we have placed the pouch on the uh, chest and upper abdominal area, which is what needs to be warmed or cooled. I think it's a cool idea. It's Vladi. Um, of course, uh, harnesses for dogs. Oh my gosh, it's, rely it's reminding me like a bra for the lady, like a Lady Gaga bra, you know, when you <laughs> for the dogs, of course, if you have 12 nipples, you have to show them off, you know, so, so I kind of, it's a unique idea, but I will be looking for your coat, I really will. You know, we can say the product is uplifting for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to say that there's a special population of dogs that I think this is a very important uh, item for, and when we talk about brachycephalic dogs, Bulldogs, Pugs, Boston yes. Terriers, they have limitations breathing, and they can't cool themselves as well as other breeds. So particularly in hot climates. Let's uh, go ahead and give one away right now. Of course, it does come in four different sizes. The website, Comfy Tails, and that's spelled K-U-M-F-Y-T-A-I-L-Z. Dot com and we'll put a link over at the website just in case you happen to be driving along right now and don't have time to write that down. In fact, everything you hear on today's show is over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Yeah, but they sleep with you in your bed.
Your dogs? No. no. My dogs I, sleep downstairs. They're not permitted upstairs. Who's in your bed? Your husband? Just my husband, yeah. We set that rule from the get-go. Yeah. There <laughs> okay. is no doggy in my bed. <laughs> I'm a is very it your, nice is, I'm just, I just want to just clarify between us. If your <laughs> husband is in your bed or you are in his bed? No, he's in my bed. <laughs> I am a strong doggy mama. My husband says I am the disciplinarian in the household. Wow. And, uh, well, the women are always the disciplinarian. I mean, <laughs> even if... Yeah, they stuck... You know what's happening? They, they get, they're getting those pets for their kids. And after that, they stuck for themselves, you know? <laughs> and the husband's never home, so it's never a problem for them. So when the... And they don't even, don't even see the problem. And when the problem arises, they tell the wives, okay, take care of that. So I see those cases all the time because 90% of the cases I'm dealing with, my clients are ladies. Who are supposed to take care of the kids or the house of the plumber of this and this and this. You just, you know, <laughs> wait, the wait, same wait. Time. No, we're, we're not in 1960 here. There are men that take care of the house, take care of the kids and are very good at those roles. So, you know, let's not go back to that, to that 1960 role where women are the uh, only ones who take care of you kids. You know what, my dear? I'm talking about the area where I'm working. Do you know what the Newport Beach ladies? Do you know what the new, do you, I, I have to tell you, you got me. They have this attitude. When, when the husband and wife shopping in the mall. Do you know what that lady says? If she likes something, honey, do I like it? <laughs> so so she's, <laughs> instead of instead of saying, uh, I would like to buy it, <laughs> honey, do I like it? You know? So I'm, I'm, I'm running the show among the rich people, okay? Ladies home, their home's like a Microsoft uh, office of, uh, you know, in Newport with a few millions of dollars. And the husbands are just working all the time. I never see the husbands, honestly. When you get home yourself, though, you're no longer the alpha. Antonina, your wife, uh-huh. makes you... Thanks for pointing that yes. out. <laughs> oh, and, you know, it, it's easy to get the home where, the, you know, in Orange County, in the California, as we know, oh, my gosh, the house prices are such a huge... See, I'm from Michigan, as you know. It's <laughs> the accent, yes. I gave it away. For this money in Michigan, whatever I can get here in California, like, see, like a mod, modest home, back in Michigan, I could get the castle. But it's Michigan. It is. We just got a Facebook uh, question for you, Vlad. You want to answer it? Sure. This young lady, Julie, she lives in Santa Cruz and walks the Santa Cruz boardwalk all the time. And she uh, she has her dog on leash, and she uh, occasionally runs into other dogs also with their owners. And the other dogs want to be friendly and come up to her dog, but her dog just yips and snaps at the other dogs. What's going on there, and how can she fix that problem? And her own dog? As a little uh, minpin. Yeah, and she, her dog snaps and her own dog or somebody else? Her dog, when the other dogs come up to her dog to oh, snip, she, her, her dog snips and yaps hell, at that. Hell, do you know that phrase? Yeah. When you have a diarrhea, don't go to the eye doctor. Go to the doctor who's supposed to help you out, you know? But I don't want you sounds, I don't want you, you think I'm trying to send the patient who have a diary to the eye doctor, but I would like to ask Dr. Davey what she thinks about this first. I think you're passing the buck here, buddy. I mean, to me, this sounds like this is a doggy that is alerting its mama that there's trouble nearby. And uh, so I'm not really I picking up that- any kind of medical problem here. Yeah, but you're supposed to have some behavioral training. You remember we spoke about with you a lot, and I train you a lot. So you should have said, you know what you should okay. have said right so, now? Yes. Have said, so, okay, you, you said. want me to take the call? All right, yes. So what I would do is I would practice 
working on distraction and leash behavior before you get into that boardwalk because I think that boardwalk is a little overstimulating. So you got to practice those leash commands before you get there. Make sure that you've mastered those and then work up with a little bit more and more distraction before you get around other dogs. And you got to work on focus, eye contact with the pet. Make sure they look at you, not at what's coming around the way, and reward them and praise them for when they are recognizing you. And now I'm going to translate it in the simple terms, in the simple English. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, what the doctor Davy really meant that the dog was that little dog was telling um, to in other dogs this mommy is my bitch mm. and I have to she's in my possession oh. right now okay she was organizing alliance with her against number dogs we see it all the time you it's called leash aggression because you can let the dog go and they're gonna meet each other will be fine but when she feels something next to you. Okay, you know me. I'm sometimes bringing analogies and um, make the people mad because sometimes probably have people have a very narrow, narrow mentality, don't understand, cannot think out of the book. But uh, here is another, another analogy so Dr. Davy and everyone who is listening to me would understand. Do you know, people, why Iranian is aggressive to Americans? Because Russian and Chinese dogs staying behind Iranians. So if those two dogs would not be around, Iranian dog would not be aggressive to American master. The same thing is here. The dog is organizing coalition with mom, basically telling him, mom, join to me. We got to kick that dog ass. And don't worry, I still going to run the show you, but you will be close to the alpha. That's what all this is about. Without understanding this, without understanding what is the problem is, we cannot deliver solution. Again, this is the big problem, doctor, when we see the doctors, and I have my own experience, and I ask why I have this. We don't know the answer, but here is what your uh, eye drops. Here is what that is. Let's manage the symptoms. I know what you have a problem. You have to work, my dear Facebook uh, user, on your leadership skills. You need to firmly establish so you are in charge. In order to do that, no bad sleeping. No free feeding. A lot of dogs who are acting like this, they are sleeping in the bed. They are free feeders, which is the food all the time on the floor instead of just feeding for the schedule, even if it's little dogs. And not too much obedience in the background. Look, they, they have all that living room practice, but when it comes in the real life, you know, they just think, okay, and this is another, the, the people just don't follow through. That will be cornerstone of foundation. And after that, everything with the Dr. Debbie said would be work too. Uh, she described brilliantly how to do desensitization and contra-conditioning and floating. That you oh, thank know you. Can you say brilliant things. one more time? I, it just makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> good girl. Let me thank hug you. you and kiss you. Mm. Okay, watch it. Okay, that could lead to a sexual harassment charge. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, it's America. (laughs) It is. Let's let's move move on. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Thundershirt. If your dog is afraid of noises or vet visits or being left alone, Thundershirt's constant gentle pressure is really the simplest solution for calming them. It's easy to use. It's drug-free. It's only $39.95, and you can get yours at pet stores or thundershirt.com or call me right now at 1-866-405-8405, and I'll give you one. Have a great week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.